This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures of the Song of Songs, which is Solomon's. So the Holy Spirit just grabbed a hold of me this morning and said, you are not done with verse six on the fourth chapter. And so as as the vav is a continuation, this is a continuation on verse six, because the thing that, that he just kept ringing in his mind is the enthusiasm, which with a lover said, I will get thee to the mountain of myrrh and to the hill of frankincense. Again, to read the verse in its entirety. Until the day break and the shadows flee away, I will get me to the mountain of myrrh and to the hill of frankincense. You know, clearly, (laughs) this, I've left the intimacy on the table, essentially, is that, you know, clearly, this is a point of tremendous intimacy with God, and I don't want to miss all that he showed me this morning, because we looked at it from a standpoint of maybe Matthew Henry and Rashi's um, biblical look at it, but there's an intimate look at it that is in the language that is also in the Hebrew itself that is absolutely spectacular. And, you know, I'll just skip to the end, <laughs> but then I'll show you how I got there. So I wrote these notes this morning, and I feel like they describe this moment. And again, I'll go back and show you how the Hebrew kind of describes this. But anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. This is exactly, I'm going to read it word for word out of my notes. Try to picture it. It's in a thousand love movies and Christmas movies. They relate to each other. They decorate the tree together. They share their stories. The man gazes at the woman. The woman kind of blushes. And in the spark, she knows he's the one and they kiss. That's what God is hoping for with me. The Bible is his story. I share my heart in prayer. I trust him. He gazes at the beauty of my eyes, my hair, my teeth, my lips, my cheeks, and my breasts. And of course, he wants to kiss me till the day breaks and the shadows flee. It's the way the whole book started. Let him kiss me with kisses of his mouth, for his love is better than wine. And so, I, <laughs> you know, I, I watched one of those movies last night as I am just a, a love movie junkie, <laughs> especially those on Netflix, because I don't have to worry about getting something weird. You know, so I love, and Netflix has a lot of them. And the one I watched last night was called Love Game Match, which, you know, it's just a classic setup of these two that don't seem to get along. They're two teachers. And he's a tennis teacher. That's the love idea. And, and of course, you know, he's conceited, she thinks, and all this stuff goes on where they try to get to the point of intimacy, right? And the whole movie, you know, it's headed that way. But there comes that point in the movie where they have finally shared their stories, where they've, where they've been, you know, intimate with one another. And then there's this place of, okay, that, that she is ready, you know, this is the point that we've talked about with the rose and the hinds of the field, right? That now love has been stirred up and it's awakened and the flower is ready to open in so many different ways. And so with that, let's dive into the Hebrew that I missed yesterday and the intimacy of what's there. So when it says, I will get thee to the mountain, I will get me to the mountain, I've never seen this before, and it is so spectacular that the word mountain here 
is taken from the way that, that, that Moses went to Mount Sinai, and it's a hey and a resh, okay? And that hey means expression, and a resh means the head of expression. So it's like the beginning of a river. So you can see that a mountain is the beginning of all the rivers, right? It's where the waters, they, they flow down. But it's also the beginning of God's expression. That's where God brought the law to Moses. And so we've always talked about going to the mountaintop. Well, this is a mountaintop of intimacy. This is the place where Moses and God, you know, they related. And this was the mountain of myrrh, no doubt, for Moses and God. And this is what he wants for us. Okay, and then the word myrrh, very important to note in this as we're looking at these. The word mountain itself is a masculine noun. This is the male part of this equation, okay? And the word mountain is a masculine noun, as is the word myrrh. And the word myrrh, if you just look at the, the plain Hebrew without getting away from the idea of, of, of the spice, the word myrrh is a mem, which means water, and then a resh. And so here we've got the beginning of water, which when you think about myrrh came from the word drip because the, the spice, the myrrh comes from the sap out of the tree and it's coming down and it looks like drips. Well, there you go. So you have a male here wanting to push forth water. I mean, this doesn't take a rocket scientist to go, okay, this is, this is springs of living water, but it's springs of living water in intimacy. I mean, it's completely the mountain that he wants to, of course he does. Like any man that's just been staring at someone he loves and they've related and they've talked and they've gone through all this stuff. And, and, and as I thought about it, the mountain of Bethur is the espousal. Well, now, I mean, he's ready. He's ready to go. And then where it says he's going to go to the hill of frankincense, guess what? The hill of frankincense, the hill, the word hill. So the word hill is a feminine noun and a spectacular one at that as it starts out with a gimel, right? Which is that letter that means, you know, fruitful in all so many different ways, okay? <laughs> it's a, it, is, it is a beautiful letter where we, you know, Deal bountifully with thy servant, O Lord. You know, that's the first verse in the 119th Psalm on the Gimel. And then a bet. So here is this very fertile house, very fertile house. And then an ayin, which means servant, right? And so here's the fertile house of the, of the servant. And, of course, isn't that what a bride is, the fertile house of a servant? And then the word frankincense, oh, my goodness, what a beautiful word that is. Well, because again, it comes from the base of the word heart, right? It's an it's a lamed and a bet, which means your heart's house. Well, of course, that's frankincense, <laughs> like Lebanon. It, it's definitely got the same letters in it. But so you got the lamed, and then you got the bet, and then above, meaning continuing on into, and then a nun, which is this idea of faith. And when you think about the idea of love. When you look at all those thousand love movies, what happens is at some point in time, the woman has faith in the man. The woman trusts his heart. The woman is ready to flower. It is a beautiful, beautiful sight that's in a thousand movies, and I love to see it when all of a sudden the woman blushes, and you can see she now believes. She, she knows he is the one, and, and love has been awakened, and it's ready right? And so, of course, of course, of course, I don't want anybody to miss the intimacy of this verse. Obviously, God didn't want me to miss the intimacy of this verse, 
that the word mountain, which again, we're going to see this at the end of the book, so it's kind of important that we continue on until we get this, that the idea of the mountain of myrrh is a very masculine thing, right? And, and so, you know, when you think until the day breaks and the shadows flee, these people are kissing. All, this is tremendous intimacy, but it's intimacy of complete delight, of complete faith, of the mountain of myrrh and the hill of frankincense. Like, I hope that you see this. Um, I hope you've experienced it, and, and I hope you see what it's like to have a, a beloved couple that's just so delighted to each other, that have complete faith in each other. But most of all, they have that point of intimacy, which leads to fruitfulness. This fruitful house is the idea. You know, as we see where all this is headed, as we would have those arrows that come out of the neck of all these children because of the intimacy that we have with God. I mean, how beautiful is it that God is telling me this morning, and he was. He said, Robbie, let's go to the mountain of myrrh. Let's go to the hill of frankincense. In other words, this is available for us until the days break and the shadows flee. Whenever we want, we can go there in prayer. He shares his story with us through his word. We share our hearts with him and our stories through through prayer. And then, you know, we can get to this place where we meet in our mountain in the mountain of our hearts, right? And in the fruitful place. Um, I enjoyed that very, very much time with him this morning and, you know, let him kiss me with kisses of his mouth for his love is better than wine.